Section 19 of Talks About Flowers. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Nalini Chandran, India. Talks About Flowers by Mary Decker. Welcome. A Talk About Primroses. It is an old adage that one must take time by the forelock. In the culture of flowers, we must certainly do so, planning and preparing in spring for the coming winter, if we would secure for ourselves plants that can be relied on for blooming. We know of none equal to the Chinese primrose for common house culture, commencing to flower usually in November and continuing through the spring months. The seed for this ought to be sown in April, if later the plants will not come into bloom so early. The soil for primroses in all stages should be fine, light and rich, with a good mixture of sand. For seed sowing, it can be put in pans, boxes or 6-inch pots. First, put in drainage. I use for this coarse sand, then the coarse siftings of the soil. On this, to the depth of 1.5 or 2 inches, put the fine mixed soil, press down smoothly and spray lightly with tepid water. Sow the seed on the surface and sift on enough of the fine earth to partially but not fully cover them. Cover with a glass or with a bit of soft nice flannel and place in the shade where a mild moist temperature can be attained. Where flannel is used, it can be kept damp and thus impart moisture to the seeds without their being saturated, washed bare or displaced by spraying. When the seed has germinated, then glass can be substituted. The tender seedlings must be gradually brought to the sunlight. Too long exposure at first would kill them and if kept in the shade too much, they will become drawn and dwarfed. This is the critical period and many fail at this point. Great care is essential till the plants put forth the third leaf, which is rough and the true primula leaf. Then the plants must be carefully transplanted into other pots prepared as before. In about a month, the glass can be removed and the plants potted separately, setting them low, as it is a peculiarity of the primula to stretch itself up out of the soil and become shaky. It is necessary sometimes to give them support. In watering, care must be had to prevent the water lodging in the axles of the leaves which cause them to decay. They will not bear showering like smooth surfaced plants and only occasionally should they be sprayed through a fine hose. They must be kept during the summer months in a shady place and have a cool bottom to stand on. A cold frame is the best. They must be housed by the end of September and the best situation for them is a light airy shelf near the glass yet not exposed to intense sunshine. They do not like frequent changes of position and temperature nor to be grown with other plants. Give them a cool place where they will have the morning or afternoon sun for a time. During the blossoming season, stimulate the soil once a week with liquid manure or water with a few drops of ammonia added. Pick off all flowers as fast as they fade. Plants are stronger and better the second year and unless they get too shaky are good for three years. They must, after blossoming, be taken out of the pot, the ball of earth reduced from the roots and then repotted in fresh soil. It is not needful to keep them dormant and shaded through the summer, but in a cool and partially secluded position, they will after a brief rest begin to grow, putting forth frequently little crowns all around about the old one and be full of blossoms during the autumn and winter months. 
The double varieties are not so easily grown and cannot be recommended for general culture to be raised from seed. Fine plants can be procured from the florist, but the large single sorts we think give the most satisfaction. Ellis Brothers Keene N.H. have sent us for trial packets of very fine strains. Some are rare and judging from the description must be very beautiful. It is not often that we find more than four varieties named in the catalogues. They send out a dozen sorts, some of which we will name Primula Fimbriata Carmesina Splendens, Large Flowers, Brilliant Velvet-like Crimson, Yellow Eye Primula Fimbriata Punctata Elegantissima, a new variety Flower, Velvety Crimson, Edge Spotted with White, Very Distinct Primula Fimbriata Striata, Beautifully Striped Primula Fringed Fern Leaf, Pure White with Large Citron Eye, Very Fine Primula globosa, new, a large flowering fringed sort, petals large and many of them crimped, each overlapping the other so that they appear almost semi-double. Colors, white, light pink, crimson and lilac pink. All of these can be bought in mixed or separate packets. We cannot find room for all of these but hope from the rarest to obtain some fine plants to brighten our room the coming winter. Great advances have been made since the primrose was introduced into this country little more than half a century ago. Of the novelties we find in the London Garden, special mention made of Primula sinensis Fimbriata Alba Magnifica. The writer says, the primulas from Mr. B.S. Williams' Victoria Nurseries, Holloway, were remarkably fine. The newest sort shown, Alba Magnifica, promises to be an excellent kind. The flowers are large, produced in dense and many flowered tresses, born well above the foliage which is also remarkable being elegantly crisped at the margins. The color is white, the purity of which however is more strongly marked when the plants are more mature than those shown. The habit of growth is very robust. Of this novelty, Mr. H. Cannell says, The new white primula is of exquisite form and substance. The plants are exceedingly compact with deeply indented leaves of a light green color. The flowers measure 2 and 1 quarter inches in diameter, pure white with large bright yellow eye, each petal being deeply and beautifully fringed, and are born in large dresses well above the foliage. End of A Talk About Primroses Recording by Nalini Chandran, India